Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Happy Thanksgiving from those of us who are on the couch here, ready for another episode of So I Married a Movie Geek. Uh, it is time for your turkey, turkey special. It's Chrissy McQueen and Justin Winters, and the turkey special is the Suicide Squad. It's, it's just Suicide Squad. Not the? Suic- yep. Suicide There's no Squad. the? There's no the. Oh, man. Maybe there could be others, so. Okay, fine. I don't want it to be definitively the Suicide Squad. It's... Suicide Squad. Well, as the title suggests, I kind of wanted to commit suicide watching this movie. Oh. Ah. Thanksgiving jokes. (laughs) We hope that you're all fat and happy as you're listening to this episode. Justin, I feel neither fat nor happy right now. Well, let's... What are you thankful for this this Thanksgiving season? Before we get to the, the turkey. Oh, well, I'm thankful for you. Oh, well, thanks. Hey, you're welcome. I'm thankful for our kids. I'm thankful for this podcast and all five of the listeners. We used to have four. Now we have five. I'm really thankful for everybody. And um, I just like people in life. Yeah. Ta-da. Oh, that's, that's nice. And you? Um, I'm thankful for all those things you said. Yes. Um, I'm thankful that we have a roof over our heads. Yes. Um, we have non-meat products. In our fridge. I'm thankful for tofurkey as well. We got to some tofurkey. Um, I was about to say thankful for our health. Ish? Yeah. We've like, always got a lot going on. We're barely getting by. Yeah. We're like, my back hurts. I'm tired. <laughs> All the time, basically. <laughs> Without being shot, we're like uh, the guy, Murphy from RoboCop, before they turn him into RoboCop. <laughs> they like look at him and like... Oh man, like he's really he's in a really sad state. We should, you know, we should make him a uh murderous machine uh cop basically. Yeah. We need to be rebuilt and uh rebooted. <laughs> well, things get rebuilt in in this movie. I I don't want to give it away. Spoiler alert. So let's talk about it's not Suicide necessarily Squad. for the best. So obviously this <laughs> came out earlier this this year. We basically get to go to the actual movie theater, what, like six times maybe in a year now? Oh, I was thinking like twice. Twice. Um, so this is one of those that... Which is really funny when you have a movie podcast, by the way. Oh, you have a movie podcast. You must go to the movies all the time. Nope. There's an addendum. We have kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Expectations versus reality. So we rebooted the podcast earlier this year. We saw Superman or Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Yeah, it was our inaugural We're Back episode. Um, we were very depressed and confused a little bit. Not a little, a lot by that one. Things come full circle, kids. And then a couple months later, Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad came out, and we um, we just didn't get to go see it. And then a lot of people were saying how bad it was, and how it was even some people said even worse than Batman v Superman. And I was just like, ugh, I was like, I just can't do it. So we waited around months, 
and basically we're the last ones to see this movie. So also before know that before we talk about it, that like we haven't seen it up until just a couple of days ago. I haven't really read that much on it except for it sucks, like this blows, and I'm just like, ugh. I was frankly surprised that you hadn't seen it, Justin. I mean, I know why I hadn't seen it. There's many things that I haven't seen that make sense. But I was surprised that you, of all people, didn't take the time out to DVD this. Because even though we had that review that we did of Batman v Superman, you were also the man after watching it, even though you were depressed and like, uh, as you were, you said to me, hey, let's watch the extended director's cut. And I was like, let's not and say Batman, we did. Batman v Superman? Yes. Oh, well, I said that. And then. And then you was, did it. No, no. That was the one that I like tried like a couple different times to, right. to get through it. And I was just like, yeah. why am I doing this to myself? That's what I mean. So you suggested we do this together as a fun exercise. And I said, no, thank you. And then you tried not just once, but several times to get through it after you'd already seen it and knew it was terrible. So well, that's why I'm surprised you didn't watch Suicide Squad. Well, you know. I guess based on that experience, it colored my uh, uh, enthusiasm for seeing Suicide Squad. True. So, so before this movie, and now hindsight, it was understandable. <laughs> I, I did the right thing. We are thankful that we didn't spend full price. Um, yeah. Los Angeles theater prices, Lots. and you know all the po- all that stuff for this movie. Nope, nope. Save that money and take it to Disneyland. So. Before this movie came out, I remember when uh, pictures of Jared Leto as the Joker emerged on Twitter and on social media in general. You talking about podcast enemy Jared Leto? Yes. Oh, oh man. boy. Oh, Jared Leto. Leto or Leto? Depending Leto? on how you say it. I've heard both. Who the fuck cares? Right? He's a major a-hole. Right? Major. Boo on Jared. So look, before we get to that, Suicide Squad as a whole. Yes. Paint me a picture of what, what's in your head right now. Um. Okay. <laughs> Do a Bob Ross. Okay. Here, here's what I got, right? Beautiful little cloud. No, I'm not there yet. Okay. <laughs> okay, ready? Start with a black canvas and then take your silver Sharpie. Go ahead and splatter some of the silver Sharpie paint by just tapping it really abruptly all over the black canvas, just like that. Uh, you got it? Okay, that's really good. Now I want you to take some of the neon paint that's gone rancid over on the side and just throw it. Just indiscriminately close your eyes and throw it at the canvas. Now put it down. Behold. <laughs> there you go. I love that you did the um, uh, the, the Kenny Powers uh, high school dance move. <laughs> When <laughs> you're throwing the, the rancid, what was it? Neon paint. Neon paint on the canvas. Yep. I got it. If, if no one's ever. <laughs> I'm glad you got that, by the way. The, um, you know, I, I jack off and then I throw it in your face. Uh, <laughs> uh. We're talking about theme. Um, okay. Theme. Confusing. Confusing. Bleak. Bleak. Um, irritating. Yes obnoxious i was very irritated by this movie uh, you know what there's there, the the first 30 minutes are just oh my gosh if it's like can, an assault if you can make i i don't think i've seen a movie lately where watching it i was just like i'm starting to get too old for stuff like this i guess i'm like this must be for the youngs <laughs> <laughs> these, these kids and their splashy you know comic book uh cartoon this, this is more like a cartoon like yeah. Several points in the a first comic 30 book. minutes. I was like, what 
is this? What I, are they doing? I actually had a moment similarly where I thought, if this is how the not because I'm technically a millennial, but I'm talking about younger millennials. Yeah, this is your fault. No, it's you, not. You damn millennials. I was like, you got to ruin everything. But if this is how younger millennial minds work, if they work at this warp speed of like cha-ching, cha-ching, splash, splash, color, I, I, I can't keep up. My brain does not function like that. My my brain, comparatively speaking, functions like a 1996 Packard Bell computer running on 288 megabytes. But here's the problem with those things. Like, number one, why do they do it? Uh, like the, the there's tons of rumors about this movie and like the how the production process and 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 that they had something that they thought they liked and then they decided against it and tried to rejigger it and like edit it differently. I don't know what's true, but whatever, vis-a-vis, it's now a mess and you kind of have to like pick through the remains of what happened. But all of those like graphics of introducing these people and Mm -hmm. it's just like for show because you can't, Good shot. Entire resume. Yeah, I'm like, what? I'm like, I want to read everything. And like, oh man, maybe this will give me some kind of, uh, like insight, insight into what's going on with his, you know, character. No, I I can't read that fast, and none of this makes sense anyway. So why bother? And why? Why did you do that? Like, none of it makes any sense. Yeah. So between those graphic type things that that go on as they introduce. Every single character in the Suicide Squad, but one in these really long, drawn out scenes of people talking around tables, talking about these people, is they have um, like 20 soundtrack songs in like the first 20 minutes. Can I just say, I feel like the soundtrack is probably the best part of this whole movie. You think that's by design where they were like, okay, here's this long, here's a mess, boring mess of confusion let's rejigger it and put some bright poppy here's some m&m exactly when that that m&m song came up i was like okay i give up like (laughs) what is this what are they doing no it was it was like this movie's too confusing for those pre-millennial types we know let's put an early aught song on there that will make them come back (laughs) everyone every every person had like a song that was totally on the nose like He's a real bad guy, yeah. and he's got a superpower that's really confusing. We're not going to explain it, but he's going to be bad with Technicolor. Like the guy with the boomerang, the boomerang guy, like I forget his name already. Yeah, I like, see. Boomerang. I had no... I, I think his name is Boomerang. I had... The, you're like... You were trying to get me to explain everything right so before much. we taped, and I was like, I seriously... like. I know Batman. I know the Joker. I have no Suicide Squad experience and couldn't tell you nothing about them but your inability if this is the movie they're like okay let's get everyone excited about this suicide squad watch the movies read the comics it it just didn't your inability to explain things to me actually makes me feel better because very often if you're a fan of this podcast if you're one of the five you know that we often watch movies where i maybe uh maybe uh, i don't know not to say that i'm an unintelligent person i think i am but when it comes to this sort of subject matter i'm slower so it takes me more time takes me more viewings repeated viewings and and I'm often in the position of having to ask you, what is this or what what happened there? I don't 
Can you explain? Can you, you film did a, a plot? couple times during this movie, and I was just like, I gave you like the shrug emoji. Yeah. I was like, you did. I don't know, man. But I it made me feel better because this one felt so over my head in terms, and it wasn't that I was falling asleep. It wasn't that I was trying not paying attention or otherwise not engaged. I just genuinely didn't understand where we were going with it. Even the 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 plot, like the linear plot, I was like, what? There is no linear plot. Thank you. That's what I mean. I feel better. Like Alfrey Woodward is there, and I was like, what? 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 What is she? What's her? What is this? By is her mission? By the way, it's not Alfred Wood. It's not. <laughs> no, it's Viola Davis. Oh crap! <laughs> it's okay, Chrissy. I'm getting my Desperate Housewives guest stars were they, confused. Are they both on Desperate? Yes. <laughs> so. I mean, I guess don't even go to IMDb trying to get some kind of explanation. Here's the logline. A secret government agency recruits some of the most dangerous incarcerated supervillains to form a defensive task force. Their first mission, save the world from the apocalypse. Okay, so fans and friends on Twitter, feel free to like tell me what the real plot is. But I'm going to tell you what I think this is about, okay? Go. You ready? Okay. Go. This misfit band of not really superheroes, but antiheroes is recruited and they're going to be given shorter prison sentences if they agree to help take down the girl from the ring who not Alfred Woodward has in a box and she like can tickle her heart like a voodoo and then the woman comes out and like does things for her but then the girl's like screw you I do what I want and she comes out and then she like gives her brother life through this other guy and says, now other guy, you're going to be my brother. I brought you back. Screw the humans. We're taking over. And he says, yes, sister jam. And then he grows to like six sizes bigger and he can throw fire. And then he just starts taking over. And then not Alfie or Alfie is like, Hey, Bitch, come back. And like tries to get her back. And she's like, oh, no, she's killing me. And then says, brother, give me more power. And he does. And then the Suicide Squad has to like take her down. And then meanwhile, Jared Leto is there. And we we look at the relationship of he and Harley Quinn. And then he dies. And then she's really sad. But she continues like putting on a brave face because she's Harley Quinn. Yay. And she's like, but brave, like funny face, like, Hey, losers, what's going on? And the movie ends. I don't know. That's exactly how it went. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> Fill in the plot holes. There needs to be a drunk movie history. <laughs> and we need to get you a lot more drinks inside you. And then get you to recount the plot of Suicide Squad. Oh, my God. We should have done that. We missed the boat. Yeah. That was good. Was it that far off? I mean, close. I don't know. The <laughs> uh, Joker didn't die. Uh, he didn't die? No, he came back in the end, remember? No. They they went back to prison um, at the end, and then all of a sudden he breaks in, and he's like, hey, and that's how it ends, the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, there wasn't there like an extended scene in the credits, too? I got up at that point. I missed it. Oh, yeah. There's a, a scene at the end in the credits where... Um, uh, Alfred Woodward, <laughs> not not, <laughs> not, not Viola Woodward. Davis, and, uh, and and Batman, Bruce Wayne are talking, and um, it's just more plans. They're just talking about more plans. The more this movie could be called plans, <laughs> plans, right? The more I watch these these DC 
comic book movies, the more I'm like, fuck DC Comics, man. <gasps> Marvel all the way. Oh my gosh, Chrissy, you're going you're gonna to get so much hate mail because of that. And that's fine. I- I'm willing to take it. You really? know what I have on my side? The Avengers. Do you know what you have on your side? This. Who said I was on sides? No, I was in the empirical sides of these two camps. Well, the, the thing that confuses me about that is like, there's evidence out there. Like, we're, we're in terms of the scientific method of discovering what we think is good. Like, there's plenty of evidence on both sides to make your uh, claim to. I just don't like the DC movies lately, and this is why. Like, between this movie and Batman v Superman. Oh, God. Right. It's like saying, do you want rainbows and Joss Whedon? Or do you want this shit Sunday? <laughs> I mean, I'll take rainbows and Joss Whedon for a thousand, Alex. Okay. What is the Avengers? Um, This movie is six hours long. Oh, my God. It is. And apparently Will Smith is in it. Six hours long. Dude. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? <laughs> what? He... I mean, I assume that he chose between this and Independence Day Resurgence. Yeah. I hate to be controversial, but <laughs> I kind of wish he would have been in Independence Day Resurgence. Tough call, right? Because uh, I know that we liked uh, uh, Independence Day Resurgence a lot more than most people liked. We didn't love it or something, but that movie is totally bonkers, and you can actually see some of the things that are going on on screen. <laughs> it seems to have a sense of humor about itself. And I think it would have been a better movie if Will Smith would have been in it, whereas this movie was not helped by Will Smith. Yeah, it was like, he, you just felt sad for him. <laughs> well, half the time, I didn't even know it was he. Remember, like, I think it was a third of the way through the film, I was like, who is this guy that looks like Will Smith? And you were like... You're very confused about the African-Americans in this movie, apparently, Chrissy. Oh, no. I don't know what that says about you and your racial politics, but you need to get that shit straight. <laughs> I can't believe you just called me out that way. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He, I, I mean, he has a shape. I am as liberal and Black Lives Matter as they come. He had, he, he had a shaved head. Uh, he seemed very sad. He was introduced like three or four times as character. So I kind of want to know who you were thinking that was every time they introduced him. No, I didn't. Him. I thought that the, it, you know what it was for me? Will Smith is a good actor. And I thought he was too good of an actor to be in this. Who did you so think it was? I didn't know who it was. I thought it was some. This amazing, this amazing African-American actor like was discovered by the Suicide Squad team. No, I really thought. I was like, it's somebody who they, they couldn't get Will Smith. So they tried to choose the next best thing. And he's doing his best Will Smith impression. <laughs> it's like the guy. It's the guy from Saturday Night Live doing his Will Smith impression. Yes. And, uh... That's kind of what I thought. I really did. And then that's why I was like, that's why I asked you. I was like, who is this guy pretending to be Will Smith in a movie? And then you were like, it is Will Smith in a movie. And I was like, oh, I'm horrified. <laughs> Damn, Will Smith's got a great Will Smith impression. <laughs> <laughs> Horrified. So, um, not only is it super long, um, this movie, it never ends. Noxious. Um, it is super, like Batman v Superman, is super dark. God, it's dark. Like, in theme and in actual Color. brightness. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, is very annoying for old people like us who have to squint our eyes to see. Justin, it, turn up the brightness and contrast on the TV. Is that the Will Smith from the Parents Just Don't Understand music video? What's Alfre Woodward doing in this movie? <laughs> Straight from the Desperate Housewives set. She's now in the Suicide Squad. Congratulations. Is that one woman racist for calling her brother brother? <laughs> um... <laughs> So yeah, just you know, crank up the brightness a little bit. Uh, would have been nice. Would have been nice. 
Um, just the whole concept of this movie, I just didn't understand. So, okay. You kind of went over it. Uh-huh. This comes after Batman v Superman. Sure. I assume. Like I said, I haven't. That's what I got from the 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 garbled text that the movie I didn't even down. get that from the movie. I had to read that on Wikipedia. So, Superman's dead, and they're like, man, what if something happens like that again? We need to have some people that can fight Superman. Yeah. And so... But he's dead. Non-Alfred... But what if... What if he becomes a zombie? Or what if more Supermans come? Like, you have to be... You have to have a... You have to have a missile defense system in human form, just like Independence Day. They had this that thing on the moon to protect them. That's true. But now they're like, okay, so let's let's take all these bad guys and put them together. So and they're they will protect us. Let's get the guy with the boomerang. <laughs> He'll be really good against Superman. Let's get Charles Manson and O.J. Simpson together and say, now you will protect the president. Yikes, you had to take it there, Chris. I mean, but that's the equivalent of what we're talking about. Um, let's get the guy who's like a crocodile from for some reason. I don't understand that guy. <laughs> like at all. <laughs> that's the thing. Like Will Smith gets three or four introductions and you can't properly introduce the guy that's for some reason a crocodile a little bit. <laughs> like in your intro to him, can you explain why he is a crocodile? Or does he like being a crocodile? I mean, maybe. Or... And we also got like 17 introductions to Harley Quinn. Yeah. What did you think about Margot... Robbie? Robbie as Harley Quinn. Well, goodness, she's good looking. I mean, she's hot as, as can be. Uh, but... I, okay. I feel like out of all the performances, hers was probably the most redeeming. I will say that. Why? Um... Maybe it's because of the background of kind of what happened to her before. Not the craziness with Jared Leto, but like being apparently a psychiatrist and... and Yeah, like uh, in the original cut of this film, was that... Were, were, were there more... I assume there were more scenes with them and, yeah, and the Joker. I assume. Explaining things, but... The, the, it was very confusing. The, the backstory we got was like, it was like weird, like color flashbacks and it's like this happened and then this and all, you know what I think it was and then you're back here and then this happened and you're like where are we? there was something that reminded me vaguely of Kim Basinger in um what's it called Batman with Michael Keaton oh yeah yeah Vicky Vale yes there yeah. was something that vaguely reminded me of that um almost like the the foil to to that story and I wasn't well explained like at all but there was something that was reminiscent of that for me. And so I was kind of like, oh, okay, we'll see. And then, but her specifically, I, I, I got a little bit more of a, of a better performance. She seemed like, like there was more nuance. And when she, I don't know, I just enjoyed her. So your, your OG, um, pre craziness, Harley Quinn, you're the psychiatrist form of her. I don't even know what her name was. They didn't really explain uh, Harley it, Quinn something. Something. Dr. Harley Quinn like something. Quinn Love. No, I don't know. Um, and you're assigned to Jared Leto's Joker. Sure. How does that work? How do you fall in love? <laughs> God, I love it when you talk crazy. Very irritating. And he was the guy, like, when this was being made and uh, marketed and stuff, there were all those stories about... Leto was like method the whole time they were filming this movie. And then you watch the movie and you're like, I would have punched Jared Leto in the face if he was <laughs> a method like that around me as the Joker and was sending me like shit to my door 
and like it must have made it a very interesting experience to work with him interesting in air quotes how would you explain his joker obviously there's been se- several different iterations of the joker this by far seems the most confusing slash irritating yes. slash not um nonsensically maniacal not really frightening no nonsensically maniacal because um what's his face jack nicholson's joker was was pretty frightening um heath ledger's joker i feel like sets the tone for all jokers period yes Uh, sets the bar yeah no this one it was like it was almost like he purposely said i have to take it a different direction other than good so i guess i'll explore this sexually androgynous slash a little bit ambiguous slash i don't even i don't know like not really funny but maniacal joker like that's it's the best i could think to describe it like yeah it's he just tried to go in a totally different direction and it wasn't a good one and he's in it for like five minutes and a little longer than that. And each scene is like 20 seconds long. So and, and, like, and, oh, there he is. And, 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 and abrupt. Like now here's a scene where he's going to stand with her as a psychiatrist above three vats of chemicals and then she's going to jump in and then he's going to jump in after her. And then why are they doing that? Why? We don't even know what's why? even why? in the vats. It's some, a chemical, I guess. I don't even know. Is she drowning? Nope. Okay. Now there's some colors. Uh-huh. And now they they're kiss. in a car driving around really fast and Batman's on the roof. And, she's and apparently now him. she's tipped the crazy point. Like she's reached her tipping point of yeah. crazy. How was it the chemicals? Was it not? Was it the electroshock therapy? Maybe. Was it? Is this all like a like a symbolism for battered like women and like relationships with? I don't know. Maybe Stockholm syndrome. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I was very confused. I am too. <laughs> and it's not like good confused where then you're like, let's write a dissertation on this. There's so I many directions we night, could take it. I was it. just like singing around and I just turned it on just to be in the background. I know you did. Thinking, I was like, what are you doing? Thinking like, it's kind of like the Da Vinci Code. Like I have to solve this. <laughs> what? I'm like moving pieces around in my, my head and stuff. I'm like, what is this? Why are they doing this? And I couldn't figure it out. And then there's the Japanese girl with the swords. That girl was awesome. Okay, so... Where'd she come from? Killer Croc is nothing in terms of introduction to basically explain anything. But all of a sudden, um, she's like on this... Were they on like a helicarrier of some kind? Some kind of huge flying thing in the air and they're getting more plans. And then all of a sudden, the guy, the the head... uh, is he like a army guy? I don't know. I was He's like the worst, CIA. By the way. Yeah. He is the worst. They introduce him and his card is like He's like the best of the best. If you want somebody from the armed forces, he's it. And then throughout the movie, he's just like <laughs> sucking and like Leroy Jenkinsing out. You and, even said and, like, that at one point. You're like, why like, did he just Leroy Jenkins? I'm that. like, why did he? Yeah, I'm like, why did they bring him along? They're always having to save him. He's really annoying. He'll basically like talk shit about Will Smith and they get. I just didn't. Harley didn't want to save him, but did. But the most interesting he was was that point where he's like, "Oh, by the way, this is Katana. She's got a sword that once she kills people, takes their souls." And I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "More of her, please." Like, <laughs> she makes no sense at all. But that was his. In- that was her intro. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't just know. like a BT dubs. Like, yeah, she's here on the plane with us or whatever. It's cool. I liked. Know? I liked the guy. She's like, do I kill them now? <laughs> <laughs> and and, and non-Alfrey is like, no. Um, 
I enjoyed the flame guy who is from LA. You mean El Diablo? El Diablo, yeah. It felt like he was like, um, I don't know, a Hispanic version of the Sopranos in LA. He had a history, man. (laughs) Boy, did he have a history. He's the guy with a history. They say his history was so deep. And so uh, traumatic that they saved it to like almost the very end. Yeah. So the whole time there's right. this guy named El Diablo on, on your team. You know you've heard that he can incinerate people with his hands like huge fireballs. And he just like saves it in his back pocket. Like anytime they run into trouble, he's like, no, man, I cannot do it. You know? <laughs> and everybody's like getting killed and murdered around him. Right. He's like, no, I cannot. And then all of a sudden like the shit really hits the fan. And he's like, Aah! and you're like. Where have you been this whole time? Dude, where have you been? I've been distracted by your tattoos. You could have just like saved us a lot of trouble, man. I'm such an old woman. I'm distracted by like, your tattoos. I know tattoos. you killed your whole family and all, but that's the past. Yeah. Now you are a member of Suicide Squad. So. I mean, clearly. But I love the fact that he can do like um, emo- bit emojis with his fire and his fingertips and stuff. Like, you know, right? Have a good day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Happy Thanksgiving. From his hand. Exactly. Wait, let me put... Want to see a cool magic trick? Let me put a glass over and watch her die. <laughs> oh, man. That was really dark and depressing. I know. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, well. And then we had... Have we covered... So we had Boomerang. We had Will... Not Will Smith. <laughs> we had... Um, El Diablo. Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. El Diablo. Um, Is that everyone? Is that the whole guy gang? guy that sucks. Katana. Oh, and... We, Saddest of all, I guess, because it's always nice to get uh, representation on movies like this, is the Native American guy, Slipknot, that didn't even get an introduction until they're like all... Number one, it took 45 minutes to get the team together. And then once the team together, they're like, by the way, this is Slipknot. His, (laughs) His superpower is he can... Climb things. Is that what they said? Literally Which, so. Which, by the way, is our 18-month-old superpower as well. So I was like, all Camden, right. Camden might be Slipknot. Show me your best, Slipknot. And then he like <laughs> kind of climbs up a building and gets like suicided, basically. Blown up. Literally so forgettable. I don't even remember who you're talking about. Oh. It's kind of like one of those fireworks that it's huge and like the size of it is lots of volume. And then you light it and it goes... Like that. Oh yeah, and and everybody goes, ah, oh yeah. So so what you're saying? R. All I, I got P. from this. R.I.P. R.I.P. Slipknot. All I got from this is Camden needs to be in the non-Avengers. <laughs> the non-Avengers. Yes, the Suicide Squad. Um. So yeah, I think that was the most of. I mean, I kind of liked. Here's the thing. Yeah, Justin, what's the thing? I liked most of the care. Like I liked Harley Quinn. I liked I like Will Harley Smith. Quinn. I just wanted to kind of see him in a different movie. I agree. I, I agree. Give her her the, own movie. The, the I'd watch shorter. it. Well, I, I think there she's planning on, she wants to do like a Harley Quinn movie. Okay. Like she wants to separate herself from the Suicide Well, God, that's smart. Um, and do her own movie. Uh, Didn't she get the best reviews too out of? I think she did. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can see why. Yeah. All these male critics, they're like, look at that. She's really gorgeous. Like super gorgeous. Apparently, the the word was she was very uncomfortable with her wardrobe on set. I'd be uncomfortable with those with those booty shorts too. Booty shorts, booty shorts, and sky high stiletto boots. Yeah, yeah. When she's jumping around and shooting and all this stuff at nothing, 
Yeah. Speaking of that one scene. So the whole thing is the whole speaking confusing. It's like, where are they going? They're going to grab somebody. Like they're going to save private Ryan or something. Save something. (laughs) They are saving private Ryan. They are saving private Ryan. And then they, they go through all this crap of uh, battling these monsters that kind of look like a cross between the gimp from Pulp Fiction. Like, you know, if you're into S and M, and you wear the full leather suit yes. with like the mask yes. and the zipper, yes. But instead, on this face, it's like caviar that keeps moving it around. Really—that's a good description. Um, <laughs> caviar I, gimps. I have some. There's caviar gimps everywhere, and they want to <laughs> kill you. And you're already set against the darkness of basically nothing. So you have these dark globs of nothing coming at you, and there's like a five minute scene of just them. Shooting at them and, and sliding. It's like them. the suicide version of Dementors. And I, it's, this is just a brief aside, but you know how I have like texture OCD issues? Yeah. Uh, what is the um, uh, something? There's an actual. Yeah. To phobia? I don't know. I, don't, I can't remember. Too many textures? Yeah. Or like, yeah, or like holes. Um, trypophobia. And and I was watching, and my trypophobia was like through the roof. I'm looking at this. I'm like, no, I can't look at their heads and uh, the pattern. It's making me crazy. And oh, I can't do it. It's like the, the once the team gets together, it's just them moving down corridors and uh, streets and getting attacked by these caviar gimps. Yeah, Croc's face does it for me too. The trypophobia, by the way. Or Croc. I can't. Until they finally make it to the big baddies. There's a two-headed baddie of this movie that is the Enchantress. 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 Brother, give me your power. (laughs) You know what my favorite scene in this movie is? You have a favorite scene? Yes. (laughs) What is it? It's the scene. It's one of the plan scenes. Like, it's this whole movie's plans is when... (laughs) um, Viola, not Alfred Wood, Viola Davis, <laughs> her character, Wall, Captain or Lieutenant or whatever she is, Waller, takes Enchantress to a board meeting to sell, yes. to sell everyone on the Suicide Squad. Yes. <laughs> so She's like, like a board I meeting with like uh, military force dignitaries, I assume. And she wants to sell everybody on this Suicide Squad idea. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so by the way, guys, so Suicide Squad, this is a good idea. We should have this. Um, here's a member of the Suicide Squad. We have her here today. Um, <laughs> Dr. Blah, blah, blah. What, whatever her name is. The archaeologist. The archaeologist. The archaeologist who became, um, like, this all started when she she took, like, this artifact and tore the head off of it in a cave somewhere. I'm yeah, like, by accident. That was not by accident. Supposedly. Come on. Indiana Jones would not do something like that. Anyway. And so, <laughs> brings her to like the front of the class, like it's show and tell day. <laughs> She's like, "Fucking do your best, girl!" And like, t- she turns to the enchantress, and everybody's like, "WTF faces all around." And then she's like, "In case you needed it, here is a book of secrets from Tehran." Oh yeah, here's what she can do. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "How did you get this? This is what we needed—the book of secrets from Tehran." You won't take out lunch. Here's your takeout lunch, you know. It's like okay, like, this seems kind of dangerous, right? Um, and she totally looked at the girl from the ring. You keep talking about her. I know because I just kept thinking of like this is this is another crossover. That could 
in the next Suicide Squad, they could be actually battling her. I mean, maybe Naomi. No, wants- but this whole movie is is kind of uh, based on the fact that she had they had the Enchantress just like as a lapdog, basically just like hanging around. Like, oh, oh, you scared? It's okay. I got her heart in this briefcase, and like I could tap on it anytime I want. Just to, like, like a voodoo, yeah. Scare her. Oh, surprise! She's free, and she's ruining the world. <laughs> Time to enact the Suicide Squad that I just did. You know, it's like right. <laughs> The Suicide Squad will protect themselves from the Suicide Squad in the first movie because I was not thinking very clearly so about meta. this. So meta. Yeah, I don't know. Um, And then she turns into that girl that does the, the dancing motions at the end as this light yes, yes. thing is in the sky. We've got to stop the light thing from what doing... What the dancing motions, by the way? What are the? What is the light thing doing? That's how she well, keeps she the light going. She does yeah, the, I know. She the, looks the like the she's hooling, though. Like, oh, well, we have it yeah. on in the background right now, by the way. And As Justin was explaining that, he didn't realize, but it was literally about to be that scene. And he's turning around. And what is it doing? Nothing. Is it bringing more gimp, like, uh, caviar gimps to the world? I know she gave the speech to her brother. She's like, they used to they they used to worship us. Now they worship their iPhones and we must destroy them with yes. or machines. They worship machines, so we need to make a machine to destroy them for loving machines. I have uh, no idea. And then oh, there's this this uh, other scene. Well yeah, once they get to uh the Enchantress and her brother uh Incubus. I love that they, his name is Incubus. Yeah, right? It's like, how Hot Topic 90s could you get? Like, <laughs> in the final scene, you will battle Blues Traveler and Collective Soul. <laughs> the hook brings you back. Hey, Batman. No, it's Incubus. Is it Batman? It's like Dave Matthews. <laughs> that would be awesome. What if it was Dave Matthews? The suicide squad gotta go. No, no. Is that your impression of Dave nope, Matthews? Nope, nope, nope. It never happened. Oh, man. I would like your thanks for that impression of Dave Matthews. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, that whole, the whole scene of like, I'm so tired. I mean, I don't know how. Why does Hollywood keep doing the the portal? Like, we saw that portal scene in Masters of the Universe. And that was. Oh, know, my God. Oh, my God. I thought of Masters of the Universe at least five times during this movie. Really? Yes. You remember Masters of the Universe? Yes. Whoa. I and thought dare of I say, of the universe. I thought of Ghost the the Ghost, new Ghostbusters. Yeah, I thought of that when they're too. They're like you know slicing and dicing these globs of nothing. It's funny I'm like, that you thought oh, of Ghostbusters. I thought of that too. I kind of feel like Ghostbusters in this. I thought of that too, but mainly I thought of Masters of the Universe, especially I think because of the staircase and like how it goes up. Like I don't know, it just reminded me very much of that, but. Dare I say, I think Masters of the Universe did a better job than they did in this version. Speaking truth. Speaking truth. Also, was this shot at Hollywood and Highland? Just curious. There's a scene going on in the background. Oh, dude. This, a lot of, uh, I don't know how much of this, but I know some of it was built on uh, the lot where I work because I remember hearing about them being around and stuff and I kept wanting to see people and stuff. But if it's... Yeah, like how to explain Blues Traveler guy <laughs> once he like levels up or something. He levels <laughs> he, up. He becomes like furnace-like. There's like a fire beneath him, Boy. but he's got little uh, horns and tentacles that grabs at you. It's very video game I really don't understand it. Like you got to do the Contra Code to basically beat him. 
Yeah, I, he's at this point. Although Mr. Boomerang guy, whose main superpower is throwing boomerangs and right. stuff like that, hence his name. Why at the end does the crocodile guy come up and has to throw the bomb very precariously into the right spot when that's I don't know. I thought that was Boomerang's superpower. Oh, here's Captain Diablo. I just lo- I just love that El Diablo is like, I got this. And like basically Flane throws the shit out of um Enchantress's brother, Incubus. Well, no, he goes from like throwing flames with his hand to like he turns into like this uh Latino flame monster. Like. Yeah. Yep, there he goes, Latino flame monster. <laughs> And the guy's like, oh, oh, it's on, bitch. He actually says that. Yeah, he does say it's on, bitch. It's not even like a funny thing that we're saying. Oh, this makes me. Justin's watching the movie now instead of podcasting. This sucks. I'm sorry that we're doing this. I know. This is a mistake. I miss video judgment. games when I watch this. I'm like, oh, man, I want to get in on this. Yeah. And then so the, the the flame monsters are fighting at this point, And all of a sudden, Killer Croc comes out of the, the sewers or yeah. something. He's like, I got the bomb. But that's what I mean. He disappeared a few minutes ago, and that was his whole raise on debt. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Well, and Boomerang, uh, Captain Boomerang guy disappeared at one point in this movie. He's like, forget you guys. Like, I'm a loner. Peace. I'm a loner, Daddy, a rebel. And then he comes back like five minutes later, and there's, no, there's nobody says anything. You're right. Um. So on the parts of good, we have Margot Robbie. We have kind of Will Smith, I guess. Um, some of the characters Cricket. we kind of like. Cricket, Cricket. The script, the Art. editing, the direction, not so much. Yeah, no. You know, there's an extended cut of this. Oh God! Could Please you tell me you're fifteen more minutes. Of this? Please tell me you're not going to suggest we watch the extended cut. Let's watch it now, Justin. Let's watch it now. No. Let's watch it now. I can't. No. Nope. I have to wash my hair. I tell you, if I was like we like the army uh, armed forces guy who actually sucks in this movie, he makes a lot of bad decisions in this movie. But one of the worst is that he hooks up with like crazy witch lady. Oh yeah, like talk about baggage. Like once you're like, okay, you're assigned to this crazy witch lady. We got her heart in the suitcase. Do you fall in love with her? Like I want to see that movie. <laughs> I do not want to see that movie. You can watch that movie by yourself. There are plenty of fish in the sea, but apparently not enough. But you had to go for this one. So you had to go for this one. I have no words, Justin. I feel like I feel like you have wiped me clean of all the things I could say about this movie, to be honest with you. For real? Yeah. So what what would be your final grade for this? Um, we get some, we'll, we'll hook up some IMV trivia just for... Shits and giggles. I mean, I don't know. A D plus. What do we give Batman v Superman? I feel like similar. I I have to. It's hard not to compare them because they can't. They're like came. This is basically a sequel to that, and they're both terrible. They're both terrible. But if you were walking down the street and you saw a DVD of Batman v Batman v Superman, and then a DVD of Suicide Squad. And you had to save one to watch again. Which one would it be? Oh, God. I'd probably go with this one. I guess of the two, I would go with this one. I guess this just this one doesn't depress me as much. Right. Because I have no just allegiance or yeah. history with any, most of these characters. I kind of feel the same way about both. And I think this is way goofier, which I like goofy. I agree with goofy. 
but it's close. Yeah. I definitely probably wouldn't watch it again. Nope. But there's an extended cut. So, so wait, what's your grade? Like a D. Okay. Yeah. There you go. We're on the same page. Like I have no ill will towards it. A lot of people like really hated this and I'm just like, it just didn't. Did you know though on Google reviews, because when you first Google the movie Suicide Squad, you see it says Rotten Tomatoes is like 26%. Yeah. I think it said Google reviews, it received something like 85%. No. Google it right now. GTS. Google that shit. You're saying that this movie has 85% on Rotten Tomatoes? No, no, no. I said 26% on Rotten Tomatoes and then like 85% on Google reviews. I don't even know what Google reviews is. What I don't either. About? But that's what it said. That's what the internet said. Okay. What am I doing this? What am I doing? Am I, so I'm not going to Rotten no, Tomatoes? No, you're going Suicide Squad. Just put in Suicide Squad into Google. So see, look right here. It says 26% on Rotten Tomatoes and 86% on Google users. What does that mean? That they've seen it or they like it? I assume that means they like it. I don't can't really even know. Click on it. I, yeah, I don't know what to tell That's you. That's bull. I don't understand this. I don't either. This movie made so the budget, which uh, you never know, 175 million, and it made a total of 745 million dollars. Whoa, that's a lot of chatter. Whoa, that's a lot of chatter. That's crazy. So I assume, I guess there's gonna be another one. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, IMDb trivia. Oh, this is sad. Several scenes of Killer Croc's backstory were removed from the final cut, including scenes depicting his entire life as a social outcast due to his physical appearance and convincing himself that he is beautiful in his own way. (gasps) Womp womp. That's sad. Yeah. Clearly. There were also scenes displaying his affinity for making sculptures out of discarded materials. What? I would have enjoyed that. He was an artist. I mean... He was like the Stuart Smalley of of, of the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Plus, that's an important little part of character development, just like it was for Jennifer Lawrence's character in what's it called? Um, X-Men. The true the helicopter crash scene was the last to be shot, just in case any of the actors got injured and filming was delayed. (laughs) Let's film this last in case anybody dies. That's okay. Wow. The majority of the cast and crew got the tattoo squad, S-K-W-A-D, in honor of this film. Uh, really? Or even applied to some of the cast members, Margaret Robbie and Will Smith. Yikes. Yikes. A tattoo on their bodies and their yeah, nope. IMDb pages. And they can't even spell squad, apparently, so there's that. Okay, you want to be infuriated? Oh, I'm ready. When perfecting the Joker's laugh, Jared Leto publicly tried different laughs in New York City and Toronto to see which ones made people the most uncomfortable. I, I, that doesn't infuriate me. Oh, so so wait a minute. So you're at um you're at M Cafe. Yes. Waiting in line. Yes. To get some of your favorite food. Sure. And he comes in and does the Joker laugh right in your face. No, it wouldn't, you're not going to be like what the fuck is Jared Leto doing? I would. Well, I mean, I would if he were doing it to me. But I'm saying, in, in principle, what he did wasn't necessarily the worst thing in the world. He just made a poor judgment call when he thought that whatever laugh he ended up with was the one, the one, based on people's reactions. And they were probably just confused. Which, by the way, that story I just said, mm-hmm. that really happened, minus the Joker laugh. So, All right. he's still on our shit list. Eh, you know. Oh, well. Um, Tom Hardy was originally cast as Rick Flagg. Rick Flagg, that's the guy's name. Rick Flagg. He's really good at shooting and guns and things. Totally. But not. Totes. 
I guess Cardi was originally cast to as him, but dropped out due to The Revenant. It comes full circle. Yay, The Revenant. I guess he chose better. I mean, yeah. I mean, the Revenant. I would say yes. Um, what else? Ryan Gosling was originally sought out for the role of the Joker. He reportedly turned down the role because he did not want to sign on for a multi-picture deal that the studio was requiring. Thank God that the Goss oh. has taste. Good job, Goss. <laughs> Good multiple job. Multiple bullets. Oh my God. He like matrixed that. He's just yeah. like, he's just getting out of the way. He's and I'm like, sure at the time, no. can you imagine the pressure that must have been on him to have like, you don't understand. These comic book franchises are big. You need to do this. Ryan, you know you just had a child. You know that it's going to cost lots of money to raise that You know that, that these child. movies are going to make billions of dollars. Bill, tr- gajillions, yeah. Ryan. Can you imagine the pressure that must have been on him to take this? And he's like, nah, no thanks. Ugh. That's why he's the goss. Um, yeah, I guess we know that many of Joker's scenes were omitted from the final cut. Well, now we know why. Yeah, I'm not interested in seeing that extended. Um, oh, this is just sad. Anyway. Now you're yawning. I am yawning. This movie does kind of make me yawn. I have it's nothing. Still going. Yeah, I know. It's just like it never ends. It never We're just actually have this ends. This is like a depressing uh, screensaver on our TV. For, <laughs> not watching something. We're just I think the kids squad, will be a little bit scared. Running in a loop. They're gonna walk in and be like, "Mommy, Daddy, what is this? Is that Alfred Wood?" <laughs> That looks like the guy from Wild Wild West. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Happy Thanksgiving. A suicide Squad <laughs> Thanksgiving. I'm so thankful for this movie. Gobble gobble. Turkey turkey. So Chrissy, where can we be found for people on the interwebs and like, stuff? Like it's pretty hard to like not find us at this point. Like yeah. you're yeah. We're everywhere. We're like, really we, we have like an enchantress like beam of light. Just coming out, just like hitting the sky. Um, you can find us. You can find us. You can find us on Twitter. Twitter. Movie Geek Cast. Yes. On Facebook, uh, Instagram, and what's it called? Uh, Snapchat and email. MovieGeekCast at gmail.com. You can write us whatever you want. Leave us uh, iTunes rating and review. Sure. That SoundCloud. Could, that could be huge for us. Podbean. Yeah, we're in different places. There's so many places. Um, we're even debating. We're trying to figure out a way to finally go from bi-weekly to weekly with this podcast. Nope. Chrissy's like, nope. So, uh, hashtag pray for us as we try to figure this out. <laughs> um, make it more regular thing. Maybe. Maybe. Do a maybe. Thing. Do maybe. A, put a little podcast. <laughs> What is that? I can't remember, but I remember. I know exactly what we're talking about. Um, Jared, uh, no, Jared Leto. Um, Jim Carrey. Maybe, <laughs> liar, liar. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, I hope everyone has a great holiday. Enjoy. And we will, um, I guess, see you uh, next time. Have fun. 